And that was Circle of Blues, Brett Walton with Senator Gary Peters. And now we have Dr. Mona Hanna-Tisha on the line. Dr. Mona, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's our, it's our pleasure. And you have a new book out, um, What the Eyes Don't See, A Story of Crisis, Resistance, and Hope in an American City. And that American city is Flint, Michigan. And last night you spoke to a full house of about 700 at the National Writers Series in Traverse City. Before you even started, you got a standing ovation. So uh, overall, what do you think that means? 700 people standing before you even started. What's, what's, what's that telling you? It's absolutely humbling, and it, it reminds me that our state cares. It cares about water. It cares about our children. Um, so it was great to be in Traverse City to share the story um, of Flint. But the story in my book and, and really what I hope to share with you today is that Flint's just the tip of the iceberg. So, um, you know, the title of my book is What the Eyes Don't See. So it's very much about about what happened in Flint. You know, lead is something that's lead and water. We don't see it. We don't see the effects of lead. It's a, known as a silent epidemic, but it's also about lots of things that we don't see, not just in Flint. It's about problems um, that are often underground and out of sight and not in my city that we do. Having been through the Flint crisis, what's really your advice as Michigan and the nation turns attention from water pipes, water pipes really, to water underground where it's even harder to see? Yeah, and I think that's definitely what Flint has brought to light, that we've really opened people's eyes all over to what what is in our drinking water. Because of Flint, there's been these incredible ripple, ripple effects that people are now testing, and they're, they're questioning the safety of their water, and, and, and they're finding contaminants, be it lead or be it PFAS. Um, they, they're no longer believing that our water is safe. Um, and I think that's that's amazing. I think that's incredible. I think people need to be engaged and understand um, what we really took for granted. And even myself as a pediatrician uh, in the middle of the Great Lakes, I, I believed and I told my patients that our water was always safe and it was not. Uh, what we're seeing right now with, with PFOS and what Senator Peters alluded to um, is really a history in this nation where industry has had the upper hand. We have been governed um, by, by industry making scientists prove um, that their chemicals that they put into the environment um, are safe until proven harmful. Um, and that is absolutely contrary to common sense and contrary to what we need to practice in public health and pediatrics, which is the precautionary principle. We should not be putting all these chemicals into the environment until, you know, unless, unless they are proven safe rather than uh, proving harm. Uh, and, and so often we neglect um, what happens to our children uh, who are bear the brunt of these contaminants, and we don't see the consequences for years, if not decades, if not generations later. So it's, you know, more than a doctor in the book, you are really a detective. And, and really diving into this for, for groundwater and for, all, for these other contaminations, uh, contaminants, you know, we, we met with people who, and one of our headlines was, uh, you know, there's fear and fury. People were scared and they're upset. It took you more than a year to really reveal the Flint challenge. Um, what do people do? Yeah, so I think one of the lessons of Flint, which was proven successful, is, is the necessity to, to form teams um, to, to build a village of folks that are united in, in whatever cause that you were working towards. So in Flint, it, it was a group of folks that were moms and activists and the incredible role of journalists and water scientists and the medical community that came together. Uh, so it, it's just as your you know, agenda today has all these different diverse multidisciplinary folks who are bringing this issue to light, 
that's how we should continue our advocacy as we continue to uncover these similar issues. Great. Well, thank you very much. Um, and Dr. Mona, I know you have a busy day. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I applaud your efforts uh, to bring these issues to light.